I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. For a free video series explaining how you can become rock solid at playing drums with a click track in just two weeks in as little as 20 minutes per day, visit boomclick.net. Well, hey there again. Welcome back to Drummer Daily again. I think I've said again a few times in this podcast already, but welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Today, I thought I'd switch it up for myself a little bit, and so uh, I am sitting behind the drum kit again recording this, but instead of uh, previously, I, I would come up here and I would record the podcast uh, before I practice the drums. And so today I thought I'd do the reverse because I thought, man, I don't want to feel so antsy to get done recording the podcast so I can play drums. So also I thought maybe I'd sound a little more relaxed and happy and easygoing if I wasn't so antsy to get started playing the drums. So I thought I'd do it after I played the drums and I did. So I've just had about an hour of practice playing the drums and I had a good time. I did one of my favorite things that I haven't done in a while um, because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, normally normally it's a little uh, it's a little frustrating if I'm not up to speed, you know, like we've talked about before where I'm not like fully, I don't fully feel like I'm up to where the level where I'm comfortable playing. Uh, uh, like I've played a few times in a row, you know, I've been keeping up my practice. If I haven't done that, uh, it can be a little frustrating, a little tough to do this. Uh, so I'll pick something easy. But today what I did is one of my favorite things. I got my, um, I have my whole library of all the music that I've had since I was a teenager, basically, um, all on my iPhone. And so I just put, I pulled up the songs on my iPhone. I just put them on shuffle. I shuffled all. And, um, if, uh, you know, I've got whatever, I've got, uh, probably 20 years worth of music, uh, maybe a little less than that on this phone, uh, and shuffling it. And so, uh, you know, I played everything. Let's see today. I played everything from, uh, some blink 182 and newfound glory to poison the well and Zayo, which, uh, depending on how old you are, or what kind of music you're into, you may not recognize any of these people, any of these bands, uh, to, um, let's see, uh, Sixpence None the Richer, uh, what else did I play with? 
There was some switch foot in there. There was a, a lot of prints popped up. I think it's because my, my library is heavily weighted towards prints. Um, and what else did I play? Man, I just played a lot of stuff of all different genres, all different kinds of music. And it was a lot of fun to kind of see what popped up. And it was also kind of fun to like what I do sometimes is if, is if uh, an artist pops up that, um, you know, I hadn't thought of in a while, uh, wouldn't have thought to pick. I'll play one song of theirs, and I'll be like, oh, man, this is, I'm really enjoying this, and I'll kind of go down a rabbit trail of, of playing more of their songs or whatever. So um, if you never do that, um, I would suggest doing that sometime. If you have a way of playing along with music with your drums, uh, it's a lot of fun to just put your uh, songs on shuffle and just see what pops up. And uh, sometimes I put give myself the rule of no skipping, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a double kick pedal, so I had to skip some of the hardcore stuff. I wasn't really feeling, I wasn't much of a metal, in a metal mood today. Um, you know, as I lay dying, wasn't really fitting what I was, uh, what I was feeling today. And so I did skip a couple of songs uh, today. Um, but speaking of, I mentioned that I uh, played a lot of Prince today. I just thought I'd mention one of my favorite little things that I learned um, by being a huge Prince fan uh, uh, as a drummer. And of course, there are, uh, you know, obviously, uh, if you're into uh, pop music or if funk music or really just drumming with feel at all, uh, you, I'm sure Prince has influenced you either, either directly or indirectly in some way his music has. Um, but I kind of got into Prince late, um, you know, compared to when, when most people probably were into him. Because, you know, I was, I was a little kid when Prince was at his most popular. And at the time, uh, Prince, his music wasn't very appropriate for a little kid, and I definitely wasn't listening to it. But um, as I got older, um, I just, first, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Prince kind of changed uh, the, the subject matter of his songs, um, I think in the 90s somewhere, late in the 90s maybe. Um, but anyway, um, I happened to stumble onto a DVD of his that my buddy Nathan uh I don't know how I don't know how he discovered it. You know what it was? I think actually, and this is a long. I'm sorry, I'm going down this trail, this story. But uh, I used to love to go to like Best Buy, and they actually had music DVDs, like where you could like just browse like all these music related uh, DVDs. They have you know a lot of live performance ones and um, other things, and that was like my favorite thing to do. If I had a little spare money, um, you know, as a as a teenager, as a young twenty something. I just go to Best Buy and I just browse to see what there was, and I just something catch my attention, I'd buy it. And I don't, I think my, I think my friend Nathan found this one and bought it, and then I bought it as well. But it was called Prince. Um, I think it was called One Night Alone, live from the Aladdin Theater. It was in La, it was filmed in Las Vegas. It was actually the the, the video quality is pretty darn bad. Um, this was I think when Prince was independent, didn't have a label or anything maybe, and so he kind of did this all himself. Anyway. Uh, John Blackwell Jr. was the drummer uh, for Prince, and he was for many years, and he went on to play for um, Justin Timberlake for a while and a bunch of other people. Um, but uh, anyway, John Blackwell, amazing drummer. He actually right now, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but he's going through um, a bunch of a bunch of health issues right now. So you should Google that. I think he has a GoFundMe set up or something like that where you can support him. But he um, is going through some serious medical issues where I know that um, he is, uh, he, he's not able to even play the drums right now. He's, I don't think, I don't know how, how much motor function he has right now, but it's pretty tough for him. Uh, so we're definitely thinking about him, praying for him, but, uh, uh, check that out if you're interested at all in supporting him. But anyway, uh, John 
came out with a, a really cool DVD, but watching him play on this Prince DVD was like magical for me. And uh, this this was right when Prince was kind of in his era of really laying on like the James Brown style live show where he would, you know, call out to the band, do this or do that right in the middle of the song or on the one and like they'd all drop it down real low and kind of groove. It was all like, it was like Prince was a conductor and he was, he was conducting his whole band live and they were all so in tune and locked in and it felt great and all the players were great, but no one was going too crazy showing off or derailing things. Anyway, just, I think it hit me at the right time, right age and inspired me so much. But one thing that I love that, that John Blackhall will do with Prince. And then also, um, I, I ended up getting some DVDs of John Blackwell's um, that he put out, uh, some drum DVDs and stuff. Um, and one of the things he talked about was um, he learned this, I think he, I think he mentioned he learned this from like listening to like bands like Cameo and stuff like that when he was growing up. Uh, but he would do a thing that I love, and it doesn't really work uh, in all types of, all styles of music, all genres of music, but it definitely works. Anything kind of funky, kind of R&B, kind of with a little more, a little more pep to it in some ways. Uh, but what he would do is he would do this thing where um, he would kind of, right in the middle of a groove, kind of interrupt it with a big, hard hit on the one with the kick, the hi-hat, and the snare, like a big, just pop. So like he'd be playing a groove like doom da doom doo doom da doom da doom doo doom da like that. He kind of keep grooving, you know da doom. Then he go doom doom da da doom 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 da doom da doom doom da like that. And something about that little like hiccup in the beat. Um, a lot of times he'd do it like going into I think like like to like uh, you know you play a verse then you play a chorus. And then you might go into verse two and it would be at the beginning of verse two to like drop it down. Or like you might be playing the same groove as you were before and you wouldn't have a big crash or anything. Instead, you would put a little hiccup in the beat for a second. And that stuck with me because it was a cool way of adding a dynamic without playing more drums, getting more flashy, or doing the same old thing, just hitting a crash cymbal or whatever. It was something new to kind of bring in. And I actually do this uh, in a different way a lot of times. I have my own little signature things that I do. And one of those is um, a lot of times, like I'm trying to think, like if, I, if I'm playing like a little more straight ahead kind of rock, kind of open you know, flowy kind of song. A lot of times towards the end of the song, you'll double a chorus, you know, you'll play two choruses in a row. And one thing that I'll do um, is like, uh, you might build out of, um, out of the first chorus and you're going into the second chorus of the two in a row. And I will, um, I'll do something like I'll be riding on the ride cymbal or washing out the crash or whatever, you know, big, already big and open. And I'm like, all right, well, I have nowhere else to go. So I want to add a little hiccup, a little something into it that, that really gives impact to that second chorus. Um, but I can't, I can't make it any bigger. I'm already there. I'm already blasting. I'm already firing on all cylinders. So what do I do? I'll do something like where I'll kind of build into it with some 18th or 18th notes. That'd be interesting. Uh, some eighths or some 16th notes going. And then right on the downbeat, instead of just hitting the crash, I'll go. So like, like something like kind of like the same kind of idea, like do a drum fill that, actually starts on beat one but doesn't go through the whole measure it just is like a two beat 
uh, drum fill. Um, but it really catches your attention without being distracting if you do it right or you pick the right time to do it. Um, and uh, can really kind of add some interest without uh, taking away anything. Because that's the big thing is like, sure, if you're firing on all cylinders dynamically, you're really loud and you're rocking it, um, you, uh, you, you want there to be impact, but you can't get any louder um, either because you're already as loud as you can get. Or like I mentioned with the John Blackwell thing kind of going between verses, you might be kind of rocking on the closed hi-hat, playing a tight groove, you know, and you, the song does not call for you to dynamically change anything, but you need there to be a, a breath in the beat or a, a break in the beat um, to change it up and do something different. So this would be a situation where you might use something like this. Um, so anyway, that's all I got for you today. But I do want to ask you a favor. Um, I am not out of ideas for this podcast for subject matter, but I haven't heard from many of you in a long time. And so if there is something you'd love for me to talk about on this podcast, I would love to do that for you. So just send me an email at um, daniel at danielhadaway.com and just say, hey, I'd love it if on the podcast you'd say talk about this or that or what do you think about this or how do I do this or whatever it is. Um, I would love to Talk about what you want to hear about. So don't be shy. Send me an email, daniel at danielhadaway.com, and just let me know what you'd like for me to cover on the podcast, and I will do my best to work it in. Uh, But I'm excited for another week of podcasts. I think tomorrow on the podcast, I am going to cover, I'm going to announce something um, that I'm going to start doing really regularly that I think will be kind of a fun way for us to interact even more. Uh, and connect even more one-on-one. I get to know you a little better because I know that you're there and I know you're listening, but I don't get a chance to talk with you much. And I'd love to do that uh, because we're all this big community. And it's funny because I'm aware of the community because I have the Facebook page and I see everyone and I have the podcast and I see see people are downloading it and I get some emails from you, but uh, you don't know if there's anyone else out there. And so uh, I'm going to start doing something that I think is going to be kind of cool for all of us to get involved in. And so I'm thinking most likely tomorrow I'm going to announce that on the podcast. So if you're hearing this way late, just jump to the next podcast I did after this one and find out what it is. Um, But if you're listening to this live, just wait one day and I'll announce it to you. All right. Thanks for joining me and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.